Hey guys, so this is part two in our Jonah series and I'm actually sitting where we do church and pretty much where I sit every Sunday, but it's Thursday, so that feels kind of weird, but kind of awesome at the exact same time. So welcome to See You Heal. We're about lighting up our world so that people far from God can find life in Christ. I'm so glad you're here online listening. How cool is that? Totally rad. And yeah, we take the awkward out of the offering. We don't take up an offering on a Sunday or our giving is done online via the Ping It app, PayPal and the banking system. To find out more, please visit cityhill.london. So here we go. Today's talk is about a whale of a time. A whale of a time in the shade room. How brilliant is that? So let's get down to business. I don't have no time to mess around. What is this? So Jonah, where we left off, he had been going the wrong way, which is a problem because the Hebrew word for sin is to go the wrong way. So Jonah is fully committed to this. He... We kind of unravel a bit more where we see in the latter parts of the book that the reason he's gone the wrong way is because he knew God would be really gracious to Nineveh and he didn't want to see that happen. He, he, he was being shady, shady Jonah. He didn't want to see them experience peace. He wanted to see God whoop, but he wanted to see God do a Sodom and Gomorrah and blow the place up. That's what he wanted. That was his, his, his desire. That's what he came for. That's what he wanted a front row seat to. That's what he wanted for his legacy. And so what has happened is he's gone the wrong way. He's going to Spain for a holiday, living it up. Costa del Sol, done no. Repping. And storm kicks in. Jonah is asleep in the boat. So Jonah is at a really bad point in his relationship with God. The Bible says that he was fleeing from God's presence. So he was actively pushing himself away from God, deading the relationship. And he was at peace with that. He could, was so at peace that he go to sleep. I don't know about you or me. When I'm not in a good place, I struggle to do that. But Jonah did it. And he slept. And he chilled out. Now, the guys wake him up. They cast lots. They, like a cinder. They find out this is the guy. He's the problem. He says, hey, just throw me in the water. It'll all be okay. They throw him in the water. It stops, and they all enter into relationship with God. And that's a really cool, cool thing. That's where we left off. But Jonah now goes to Nineveh. He gives the message that God had given him to give. And do you know what happens? The people embrace and accept the message. And they, they engage with God, and they meet with him in the conversation, and they do what he says, and they turn things around. Let me tell you, If God ever sent me anywhere where I saw the fruit that Jonah sees at this moment, I would be walking down the street like a king, getting high fives left and center. Hey guys, God is so good. Pow, pow, slap, slap, slap. High fives, saluting people. Bibles, Bibles, gun fingers, whatever. I'd be doing the works. I would be strutting my stuff down those streets. I would be walking 10 foot tall. My head would be so high that I would worry that I would break my neck because I would have my head at such an angle I shouldn't be able to live. I would be that chuffed, that gassed. I would just be fully on it. Jonah is miserable. He's absolutely devastated. He does not rate Nineveh. He has no compassion for Nineveh and he had no desire to see any good thing happen to Nineveh. He wanted to just see them get murked. That's all Jonah wanted to see. 
It's crazy. So what we actually see is Jonah comes out of this water. He's after being swallowed by this whale and everything. And there's this whole song and dance. And he's grateful to be alive. There's nothing like losing it all to make you appreciate everything with a renewed sense of vigor. How grateful are you right about now? It's time to take your pulse, guys. How grateful are you to God? Um, Maybe get a piece of paper out. Start writing things down that you're grateful about. Get in that healthy place of appreciating the goodness. Hey, you may have just come out the other side of something, just like Jonah did. And this is a great moment to take stock and be like, God, oh, thank you so much that we got to keep our home. Thank you so much, God, that I got to keep my job. Thank you so much, God, that uh, my relationship moved through that phase. Thank you so much, God, that I got through that stage of parenting. Thank you so much, God, that um, I'm in a healthier place when I think about myself and who I am and Thank you so much, God. You know, X, Y, Z, you know what you're living. You know what you've just got through. Take stock. How great is that? He's grateful to be alive. Jonah preaches to the people. The people still, and he's still kind of begrudgingly doing it. I say that as he is the only one, um, as he's still only wanting to see one outcome. He still only wants to see them get the smackdown um, that he believes and that they do deserve. But God shows his mercy. Oh, how good is that? I've been a part of moments where God has shown mercy on someone, and it has been one of the most, some of the most beautiful, intimate moments. Um, and they should be squad goals, hashtag squad goals, for every Christian that professes any type of faith in Jesus. To be able to witness someone having a grace moment, experiencing God's mercy lavished upon them that is squad goals for any christian if you're a christian and that is not your squad goals i don't think you're a christian yeah i said it but here's the thing jonah doesn't want it to flow out and when we read this story we are horrified and appalled by this it is disgusting but we need to take some time to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves because I think more often than not we represent Jonah more than we would like to admit I know there have been times in my life where I have been a lot like Jonah here not with my own goal because you know I have a goal that I want to see God move here and do this that's Tarsus, that's Spain, Costa del Grey. That's where I want to be with my goals. And I want to see that happen. But when God wants me to do something somewhere I don't like, ooh, no, but God, I don't want to see fruit in that area. I want to see it in this one. I don't want that one. I want this one. Here's the thing. In the earlier part of the story, Jonah has his wrongs and he should die for his wrongs and he almost does and he's grateful that God gives him this deal of mercy and grace but he doesn't want to see others that he doesn't like experience it and you know what we are no different there are certain people groups people types there are certain individuals that you and I do not want to see receive God's grace and that is what we are talking about today because that is shade and that is spending time in the shade room And actually, Jesus calls us out of the shade into his marvelous light, out of darkness. And some of you guys, you've left the darkness, but you're still in the shade. Here's what I'm saying. 
God's done something amazing for you like he did for Jonah. But when it comes to seeing other people, this is why God saved you. He saves us for good works. That's what we're saved for. We are saved for good works. He calls us out that we could be a part of calling other people out to experience the same mercy and grace. That's what he wants. But some of us want to go around dishing out smackdown and judgment and wanting to see God hand out that, even though we have not been beneficiaries of that, even though we have not received that, even though we do not want that. But we want that for them. We are in the shade room. And this is such an issue. This is antichrist. This is anti-gospel. We cannot give the shade room an inch. It will rob us of the Great Commission. Because we won't go sharing good news. We will be sharing something different. We will be sharing our shade. And we will only be serving God when it fits in with our dream of Costa del Grey. Costa del Sol. Costa del, insert your surname here. Jonah is left having a whale of a time in the shade room. And he does. He sits under this little this little tree, this little plant that's given him shade, which can help him stay in the shady self-pity thing, even though he has no right to because God has unleashed grace upon his life. But do you know what happens? God removes the shade. God removes the shade. He doesn't allow Jonah to wallow in that shade anymore. This leaves Jonah fuming. And you know what? This leaves us fuming too. When God removes the shade from us and calls us out from being shady, what happens? We sulk and we moan and we bitch about it. Yeah, we do. But here's the thing. It helps us be the center of the universe. The shade room helps us keep ourselves as the center of the universe. You are not the center of the universe. I am not the center of the universe. Jesus is the center of our universe. And he lived a life of sacrifice and outpouring, receiving those who would who persecute him, those who would have him crucified, tortured, and those that were, who would do the most disgusting things. This talk is really about one thing. You've had a whale of a time. And God has brought you out. But you cannot have a whale of a time in the shade room. Today, God wants to bring you out. And those people you don't want to share Jesus with, those people you don't want to share good news with, and those people you don't want to see get away with stuff, even though you yourself and I myself have got away with a ton. We have spent too long in the shade room. And the shade room is a place where the mission of God is abused and disrespected. And so this talk for me, albeit a very, very short talk, is actually probably one of the most important ones I could share. I don't think there is a more disturbing place than the shade room to have experienced God's grace and not want to see that push forward to others. So here's three ways that you can um, step out of the shade room. So see here we have three values. We have shine, invite, and give. And all three of those values are fantastic steps out of the shade room. 
shade keeps us at the center. So giving financially to City Hill, to another church or to another charitable mission removes you from being the center of your universe. That's a fantastic thing to do. I myself have a standing order, myself and my wife, to City Hill. We give every single month and we have done um, the whole time. Uh, we believe in tithing, but there have been times in our lives where we haven't tithed to City Hill. We've given an amount that we can do. There's other times we've given more than our tithe, and um, we've just figured an amount that we're happy with because we want to be joyful givers. We never want to be given to the God, to the Lord begrudgingly, so we're joyful our giving. So giving is a huge way that you can step out of the shade room. Uh, the second way, inviting. So inviting people into your life. So often we live our lives with us at the center, invitation of inviting people to share and do life with is an amazing amazing thing a time where you choose to meet up with someone with the sole intention of not what you can get out of this encounter but what you can give and bring to their life because you're inviting them into your life and you into theirs but you're also using this time to invite god into theirs hearing their hurts hearing their needs maybe doing some reflection and and talking and saying what they say to you back to them so that they can see that you've heard them and also you're trying to understand where they're coming from and then also maybe inviting them uh, a step forward which is you've invited them into your life and you into theirs now start to invite Jesus into their lives it's an amazing way to step out the shade room and I think this is for me uh, giving and inviting the two most mature signs of a Christian uh, that you see their commitment to the mission that they will give financially is, is a huge one, but also that they would invite themselves into other people's lives intentionally for inviting Jesus into their life and also for inviting them to church. So invite someone to City Hill or your church if you're listening online in somewhere else in the world, if that's impractical, but you'd like to talk with us about exploring ways that you could do that in your own church, visit cityhill.london or email hello at cityhill.org.uk. Lastly, shining. Shining is a big one and it's the biggest baby step because it's such a variable. There are so many things you can do to shine. You can pay for someone's shopping um, that's behind you in the queue. You can pay for someone's coffee. You can um, dedicate time for a cause or for a need. You can know who in your family is hurting and make or friendship circle and make time um, for them. You can do it at all different levels. It's such a variable, but it's, it's, a, it's a smaller step than the other, other two. So why does all of this matter? Well, this matters because actually being a part of the Great Commission is being outward focused, being sent out on mission. Um, it's not always focused on what we can get in. I think so often, sadly, Christianity has been warped into this self-seeking um, entity where it has become like the same as a materialistic culture. It's become like a bless me cup where it's all about me. But actually, all that leaves you with is Jonah in the shade room. And actually, God has so much more for us than that. And he removes the shade so that Jonah can step into his marvelous light. And he wants to do that for you and for me. And so those are three ways that I would recommend within the values that we we treasure at City Hill as a collective. Um, I think they could serve you really well, whether you're a part of City Hill or not. We really hope that you've enjoyed um, this message and all the messages that we share online. I'm so excited. This Sunday, we've got something completely unique, off the cuff. We're not even saying what it is. It's that exclusive, but it's going to be really cool. And we'll be releasing what our next series will be very, very soon. So make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. You can find all our profiles at our website, cityhill.london. Blessings. Be blessed. And get out of the shade room.